0: What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 140. On this episode, we are joined by Arrow Waddy, who calls in. Uh, I talk about my Patreon and the merch shop, of course, before he calls in. And then, really, he just gets really curious and has a lot of questions about the medical marijuana we have in Oklahoma. So I will say about over half of this podcast is just us talking about pot. So uh, hopefully you enjoy that. We also talk about where he's from in Austin, Texas, uh, the fast food restaurant Brahms, uh, drive through liquor stores, uh, more pot talk, uh, his new EP called Underemployed, uh, rapping is for vaginas. It's this whole thing I've been workshopping. And then we end it with uh, his new song uh, called Wet Brain. So thanks for checking us out.
1: A podcast with Mo.
0: What up? And I'm about to give the homie Arawadi a call. Uh, before I do that, I got to get into my Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast with Mo. I'll put a link to that in the comments of this episode or the description, if you will. You can go there, give us money. Any amount of money a month, you'll get early access to the podcast. If you give enough money a month, you'll be considered a co-producer of the podcast. You can put on your resumes um, so you can get other jobs for podcasts. Um, so you could be like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Palau, Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, Jay, Snappy. Um, and I think that's it. Uh, so think about it. That'd be awesome. We really appreciate any support here at the podcast. It keeps us going and then also we have a merch shop so if you want to support us by buying a t-shirt or a hat uh tote bag it's got some other shit on there i'm gonna work on getting a skinny hay shirt going soon Uh, i know i've been talking about it and i just haven't done it but i will i'll get to it so everyone if you're excited uh look out for that and then um yeah anyway so let's give uh, a a call he has a new project coming out i don't really know much about it uh i know he's been telling me you know it's it's on the way, so I think it really is this time since he's calling in, uh, so we're going to ask him all about that, um, see what Austin, Texas is like, and then any other things we can think about talking about, but uh,
2: one moment. What's up, man? What's up, dude? So, man, how's life been going? Dude, pretty good. Pretty good. It's been a little stressful. I've been trying to get a lot of shit done, a lot of shit done for, yeah. the, for the project.
0: Right. I, well, I know, like, I mean, last time I talked to you was and you called it on the Internet Friends special, and you were one of the first people I talked to on that, Um, like, time-wise and on the episode, and you yeah. were, I thought you were almost done with your project then, and I know you had, pre- you
2: thought you were as well, so and that yeah. was a while ago, so what all happened? Dude, so there was, there's more songs that were added, basically, is what happened, because um, it was a little too short for my liking, and then the process to get it mixed and mastered, and then I re-recorded a couple of them because I didn't like the way they sounded. Uh, so it was just it was just one of the it was an instance of like I could get this out, but it's just not up to snuff. And I'd rather push it back and get it to, I want it to be, or else uh, listen to it every single time and regret it. You know that'd be the worst. No, That's no. what I imagined, was just putting that shit on and being like, damn, fuck. If I would have put, you know, ten more minutes into trying to get that right, it might have sounded better. That's right. it snowballed from there.
0: I mean, and I struggle with those exact thoughts all the time. Um, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of old, old music that is recorded very poorly, and it's nowhere up to close to anything I'd want anyone to hear, but i I haven't yeah. like actively taken it down or anything from like when I first started. But mm-hmm. I would say since I started making beats, so you know, it's been like a year and a half or so, everything I've put up, even if it isn't like perfect, perfect. I just had to do it because if I I couldn't just you can't just hoard all the music and never put it up because part of what makes you get better, at least I think like the way I kind of do it all myself is I have to put it up and then be like, oh, I fucking sucked. Mm -hmm. like You know what I mean? Like, oh, that wasn't smart. That wasn't good. And then, you know, that that kind of helps motivate you to make the next one better. You know, and I think everyone's all focused on that first one has to be a hit. And I see it all the time from guys where they they just take off their whole back catalog,
2: mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah. no, 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 so, we want this one song. When an artist song. blows up, bro, that's pretty common. When an artist blows up, that's so weird. Uh, it'll be nearly impossible to find like their early SoundCloud, you know, shit that they put out. A lot of the times too, it's because they didn't clear the music though. So like the the label will be like, oh, you got a bunch of songs, and now you're attached to us. But y'all, you didn't fucking buy any of this shit, so they got to take it all down. And but uh, and then the other ha- more more of the time, it's just because they're embarrassed by their original shit, right? Um, which is, dude, if, uh, I don't know. The first song I ever let out was Red Kool Aid, and that's a pr- I like that song. But the very very first song I ever let out when I was like seventeen, we never actually put up, so it's like what you're saying, you couldn't find it if you tried to. Right. I don't even know how it would, but if, it's probably on somebody's hard drive.
0: If my download codes. If it's still working on DatPiff, you know, and that's really all on DatPiff servers. <laughs> <laughs> DatPiff servers still have, I have three of my first, I made five mixtapes back in the day, maybe six on, um, Prolific. on like Cool Edit Pro on a USB microphone, mixing like yeah. a fucking idiot, you know, and I'm yeah. just like, bro, but I got fucking delivery and flow, you know, and I was trying real hard. Um, mm. during that time period, I upload those, but the first two I took down cause I was like, oh, they're really bad. You know, and I've noticed a jump in uh, my rhyming or writing abilities, really, what it was uh, between these two. So I did take off those first two. And if you can, if you have it, that's cool. But I didn't have it where you could download it. Um, And now that I'm redoing some stuff from my mixtape resin hits currently, I feel like I should Mm -hmm. take that down because I'm reusing lyrics. But it's because I didn't
2: own those beats and I own these beats. You know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, man. Um, With me, there was like there was like eight other songs that just didn't make the cut. And then originally I had uh, a bunch of songs from back in the day that were just going to be like a quick release, like a uh, mixtape to drop that I was just like, these never got done. I'm going to finish them and put them out. But then what happens with me, bro, is I just don't have that same energy that I had when I originally like put it into those words in that project. And then it's what you said, too. I'm like, oh, my flow is way better than that. But then at that point, it's like I'm just making a whole new song. Why am I wasting it – I'm wasting my energy on this old idea when I got a bunch of new shit popping off in my head that I'll just lay down and then that's how it happens. You know? Right. But I, I'm with the philosophy of put that shit out because if you don't and you just sit on it, then what the fuck is the point? It's not – you're not an artist until you put it into the world. You're right. just a you're just a hobbyist.
0: All right. I got three tangents off that. Let's see if I can remember them all. Um, as far as redoing songs, like I can't even redo a verse I spit a week ago. You know what, I mean? what I'm saying? Like it's if tough, I kind if I like kind of killed it. Like right now, I have a song I'm working on with Bernard Willis, and I meant to say yeah. "often awesome," but I accidentally say "awesome awesome," and I'm just like "fuck it." Like yeah. I, because I it killed like sense. I I killed like the other 31 bars of this. Yeah, like it'll be yeah. fine. Uh, but I'm I'm really hard on myself like that. I'm like, oh, but it doesn't have that raw feel, and I honestly enjoy. Uh, the sound in my voice when I'm not sure what the next word is because I don't have the verse memorized yet, you know, if I'm, like, reading it or uh-huh. whatever. Like, yeah. I enjoy the whole, like, what? And if I know it really well, I sound too calm
2: you know I what
0: I'm mean? saying? And so so you like,
2: you like like that hesitancy or like that, like that, whatever the emotion that's coming across in your voice. Right. I feel you dude. Cause I think, I think you, you, you sound good when you have emotion in your voice. Like that's when I'm like, oh shit, this is really, I don't know what it is. Cause I, 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 I don't get to see you spit. So I don't get to see like your face and like your body to see like what you're doing to put that in there. Right. But I can hear it. I remember, so, uh, yeah. one of my favorite times, a tangent on a tangent.
0: Um, uh, mm-hmm. Of my life of rapping was this dude that everyone knew around campus, you know, in college. Uh, he he was like a D-back on the football team. Uh, okay. His name was Lionel Young. He's in Saint, San Antonio, I believe. So towards your area at, at these days. Uh-huh. Uh, but he came over to my house because he heard I rapped and I knew he rapped and stuff. And so we put on a beat and he rapped for like eight bars, 16 bars, something like that, you know. And mm-hmm. I at this time was like I could really fucking freestyle. I can't really anymore, but I used to be able to like I'll just do that whole fucking beat, bro. Like put on yep. a beat, I'll do the whole beat. Yep. And um I did it and he's like the look in his eyes cuz I guess I get really animated. You know, my mm-hmm. like the looks on my face. Kind of like you do. Basically the way you rap on your freestyle Fridays was how I yeah. used to do it. Was very similar to that. And so <laughs> a lot of people would be like, "Holy shit, like how are you making those inflections, you know?" And it's like my mouth yeah. doing weird shit or whatever.
2: It's, yeah, like, it's all dude, part of it. <laughs> I look at myself <clears throat> when I make those freestyle videos uh, like I have to put into the editing software and I have to look at my uh, vocals match up to my mouth and sometimes I'm like that looks weird as fuck because my mouth doesn't like in my head my mouth isn't doing that you know what I'm saying like right. you're not thinking about what your face looks like when you're doing it and then I see it and I'm like whoa that's ugly <laughs> I'm like, that's an ugly ass fucking close your fucking mouth guy right. like I don't know but as far as uh that,
0: redoing Uh a song because you mentioned that earlier uh yeah i did i did like last week whenever this episode comes out i put out a new song that is actually me redoing an old song and it's my most successful song to date as far as i got like a thousand plays in like 24 hours which is like really fucking good for me dude that's fucking uh, sick i don't that doesn't happen to me and um so anyway it's it was my favorite song from back in the day right like i fucking loved the song when i made it but every time i try to redo it on one of my beats i was like It's just not good, right? Like it just doesn't have Mm -hmm. the same feel because before it was more like a hip hop beat. So what I ended up doing is a friend of the podcast, CJ Jones, sent me some guitar loops and I made a beat out of these like country acoustic guitar loops. So it has like a country-ish feel. So in my mind when I'm doing it, I have like a different genre feel so i didn't have to like it didn't have to be better than the original you know what i mean if that makes it's sense. a different
2: song it's like a cover right exactly it's like, it's like i made a cover like of a something m M&M song and does an acoustic guitar version it's like a girl singing it and you're like oh shit that sounds sick right yeah i,
0: I feel you so I feel you. um that's, that's, that's the way i got over uh, you know redoing a song and then i think people Dude, are like that's a good make advice. another and i'm like oh yeah my next one's i think my next three songs are all about smoking pot so <laughs> the whole uh, <laughs> sensitive, sad shit I just put out, it's probably not going to happen for a minute again. Maybe. You know, I don't what
2: know what you you write what you live, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right.
0: That <laughs> I did say on Twitter that uh, I bought this hundred milligram brownie and I was going to eat it if I got a thousand plays in a day. And um, I did. And I did. So there you go. Not that it was like a punishment for me. having I was just like, it'll be a double
2: win. So you you got those thousand plays and you ate that thousand milligram? It was a hundred milligram. A hundred okay, a yeah. hundred I was like, geez. If it was a thousand that would be fucking awesome. And honestly, I know <laughs> if I had to be real honest,
0: uh, I've never had like success with edibles. I just kind of get a little tired, you know, and I think my tolerance is probably just high. But when I went there, mm-hmm. one of the girls was like, Oh, you could eat one of those hundred milligram brownies easy. I know you, because I I know her husband from college. And then the other guy working at the dispensary was like, no, no, man, you'll be tripping balls if you eat this whole thing. So when I ate it, because I don't eat them much, I was like, well, we'll see how this goes. And I made three beats yesterday when I ate it. And that was cool, you know, but I just kind of felt a little high. I didn't really. I don't know. I don't know what I have to do to get the whole like Joe Rogan talking about psychosis effects from. Dude. Fucking pot oh, Joey
2: Diaz, you ever seen that motherfucker? He eats like 2,000 milligrams <laughs> during a podcast, and then he's just sitting there with his fucking mouth gaping, open, bro. He's like, oh, cocksucker. That's what, he's just mouth open, mouth breathing like crazy. Let me tell you about this cocksucker, Joe. Yeah, yeah he's like, it's cocksucker. Walking in. Yeah, he, that guy's voice is crazy. I love that dude, though. He makes me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, with edibles, the thing for me is I smoke on top of it because I, I think for me it's, like, the act of smoking. Right, I like. me too. Me like, I like too. being like <gasps> – and then, you know, like right. you're like giant smoke cloud, like because even with like a pen vape or like I have a sublimator, which is like this crazy like vape thing, it's like a hookah, crazy vape. Uh, if you hit it, it's just not the same. Dude. Right. Like it's too clean. It doesn't hit the throat. right. I don't know. Yeah. It's I probably
0: think, just a habit thing more than anything. Well, and honestly. it's all phases. You know, someday maybe I'll get back in that phase. But when I was in college, me and my roommate Pow Wow, who, you know, co-hosts on here from time to time. Mm-hmm. We got a vaporizer after watching Super High Me, the Doug Benson parody documentary. I love that; dude. that's so funny. <laughs> and uh, really you know, he has that volcano. So we went to the head shop, and we were like, yeah. "We're gonna get that shit with a big old bag," and it was like four hundred bucks. Yeah. We were like, ugh. And they were like, well, here's another vapor, the whip, you know, for like 150. Yeah. And that was that, also man. in in the movie because uh Sarah Silverman had one. So I was like, well, if it's good enough for Sarah Silverman, bro, let's get one. And we yeah. bought it and we were real excited. And a lot of people came over to smoke out of it because we definitely had a vaporizer. I mean, this was two thousand like uh, nine or eight or something, you know, way before uh, vaporizers. The good, the good years. Right. And <laughs> I remember the first time and probably more than that we smoked it and you know the weed just kind of went brown like the green just comes off of it if you're doing it right you know if you don't have it turned up too high and i was like well bro we're gonna smoke that brown shit and we did we (laughs) like like, loaded it up and smoked it and yeah i just could like because it never it never felt like smoking i was like i don't know man i need
2: to cough more i need to like fucking die you know Dude, this thing cost fucking like 1200 bucks back in the day, bro. Back in the day. And the guy doesn't make it anymore. But I bought it. It's like one of those things where you could buy it in like stages, you know what I'm saying? So you like right. buy the main thing and then you upgrade it, then you upgrade it. So the whole thing is like 1200 bucks after a while. But it has to be plugged into the wall and it doesn't have a bag. It's like a hose. So you can't like take it with you, you know what I'm saying? But legitimately, it's like the cleanest way to smoke and it will make you cough your fucking head off. But – it still isn't the same as just taking like a fat. There's something dirty about smoke that I like. I think. Right. I think that's what it is, bro. It's yeah. like that, like like smoking cigarettes back in the day or some shit. I don't know. It's like there's something about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Now, I will say
2: I've gotten to where like I
0: don't really love smoking blunts, you know. And I was <laughs> never a huge blunt person. I was always jo- team joint over team blunt but really yeah. because i think it takes more skill to roll a, a good joint than it does it to does, take a, dude, i can roll, roll a blunt but i can't roll a joint at all and so i was like you know kind of proud i be like ha ha but roll this motherfucker now yeah. we know yeah. i'm in like a we have medicinal marijuana i'm sure texas is fucking close man like i thought y'all Bro, would be all about free I don't rides think and so i don't like, think so
2: get off my lawn government sort of nah, shit nah man i think we're more like Oh, uh, we make billions of dollars off of pharmaceuticals and this like dude. they they say that shit, but that's not that's not the real Dude. That's, I honestly in Oklahoma answer. and I I, I'm sure no one knows outside the
0: state. It was it wasn't any sort of like special shit. Some people just got together and got it on the ballot and they put it with so little wording and so little rules that like if the people voted for it, you kind of got away with it and now like the government's having to catch up here and they're trying to put rules on some shit we voted on that doesn't really have many rules so it, and it, well, it came out of fucking left field though like no one knew it was coming and we were like fuck really? yeah this is awesome like it was just like all of a sudden it fucking like within a year like all of a sudden was there it wasn't like oklahoma wow. was pro so it That's
2: could happen fair. But I think I think Texas like I think Texas we had it on a vote. It went up for the vote. It got it went down, but the fact that it was like up on a vote was like a big thing. Did you see the NFL just they de- like they said they're not going to suspend players for marijuana anymore? Oh, hell yeah. I'll try to get Gronk back. Oh. That's the fucking Gronk back? Is that why he was smoking weed?
0: Well, after he retired there, he's been doing this whole going around the country talking about how smoking pot's better than popping pills for NFL injuries sort of shit. Oh my god, for sure,
2: for sure. Inflammation, bro. Uh, My homie here, this dude I work with, he fucking, he makes like batter, but then he takes it and he puts it into like lotion, he puts it into like capsules and like syrup so you can pour it into drinks and stuff. But he has like this lotion, bro, and I, I fucking used to rock climb and I fell and I tore my acl in my left knee bro so that bitch like swells up every once in a while if you put that lotion on it man pain goes away pretty fast man it's like no bullshit and i tried not, i tried to be like objective about it but i was like nah man my knee feels way better right now yeah so yeah i have some dude, lotion imagine right when now. You, yeah see like you motherfuckers could just go get that shit i have to know a dude who like makes it in his kitchen Right. You know it, it is crazy and the town I'm, I'm in and we talk about this
0: podcast from time to time we have like I don't even know how big this town is. It's like 20,000 people maybe when college is in session. It's like a small college town. And we okay. have like 14 dispensaries. And it's like more <laughs> it's like more per population than any other town in Oklahoma. Like everyone just keeps opening dispensaries. So it's pretty fun uh, to get to go to all these places. But I'm just now kind of getting into the stuff that's not just normal bud, you know, because I'm the kind of like I just want to smoke it. Um, but recently I you know got some edibles and stuff. so I'm I've been trying to buy some shit and I mm. do think eventually the dab rigs will be what ends up happening. So I have friends that'll bring one over and if you smoke like some live resin, it's a totally different experience. Or you know yeah. shatter and crumble and all that shit. I, I just like live resin because for what I understand it's the only one that's just pure pot. All the
2: rest is made with fucking chemicals and shit. What is live? Is that the one where they press it? Yeah. And then yeah 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 My homie has a press, bro. He has like one in his fucking kitchen. And I walked in and I was like, what the fuck is that? And it's just like two metal plates to get hot as fuck or some shit and wax paper. Right. And squishes it. Squishes it. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, I'm, I fuck with that. This thing, the sublimator thing, it has like these little holes in it so you can put weed in this in this it's made out of titanium bro and you fucking put weed in this little bowl and you put the cap on essentially you know like the dab they have a little cap thing but it's made out of metal also and then you stick the weed uh the dab in the little hole and you can hit the weed and the dab at the same time bro and then that is that puts people to sleep man one day we'll meet up in person one day and i'll have that bitch and we'll we'll go ham i'll go to oklahoma so we can actually go to this to get a medical marijuana car was a tough um, no,
0: it? no, it wasn't tough. All I had to do... Now, almost all the interviews I've heard of are done over an iPad. So, like, these, disp- these dispensaries will have a patient drive. That's what I did. And it'll be like, you know, it's like $100 to the state and then however much to the doctor. And then sometimes there's another fee, right? But I've done all mine for like 200 bucks, And so I waited in line. And then I I could overhear other people's medical things on the iPad. So I kind of had a feeling oh this is fucking nothing and all i did was i said you know i've locked my back up three times in my life which is true and i had knee problems and the doctors are all you know they can give me muscle relaxers and pain pills or they'll just tell me to take um ibuprofen and i got about that far and the doctor goes so you could take pain pills for your pain and i go yeah and he goes oh well i think medical marijuana would be better for you than taking any pills so i'm going to go ahead and give it to you and that was Was it was he smiling uh, no, I mean, he was like about <laughs> my age, though, on this iPad. You know, sitting in Oklahoma City while I was sitting in A. Oh, Oklahoma. it's
2: like a video conference. Yeah.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Like he does video. Th- conference I thought you were like anyway.
2: filling out forms. Oh shit, dude! So you just waited in line, and there's a guy on the iPad. Did you hear anybody get denied? <laughs> That's
1: what no, I'm no, saying.
0: everyone in like. I learned pretty quickly from listening to people that, like, you didn't have to give too much info. Like, some people would go in there and be like, no, no, and then there's this. And then they're like, guys, it doesn't – they're not writing down your fucking conditions on the card. They just give you a recommendation, and then you have <laughs> the card, and no one has to know how you got the card. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not saying, like, cheat the system or whatever, but you could go and just be like, oh, I have a hard time sleeping. And they'd be like, oh, well, marijuana helps you sleep. Here's a recommendation. Yeah. Like, that just a- feel like – I have a hard time eating breakfast and they'd be like,
2: you know what? Breakfast is an important meal of the day. I you mean, should, you probably want to no look,
0: look skinny <laughs> You know, you probably don't want to look like
2: me with that one. But right. You can, I'm, I'm finished, bro. But I don't know. I'm not that skinny. I just I wouldn't I just would eat for like a day and it'd fucking. But I have I friends mean, that are, are scared,
0: you know, for instance, to go in there and uh, they'll be like, I don't know what I would say. And I'm like, just say you can't sleep because like no one can prove that wrong. Like what are they going to do? Come in your fucking house and. Check if you're sleeping
2: and shit. So they didn't even need like a doctor's reference. They didn't even like hit your doctor and be like, uh, "Does he does he take medical or like pain pills or anything for his back?" Nothing. No. Nope, no. Dude. Okay. I would just be like, I fucked up my ACL, man, and I have a hard time walking. Right. Like sometimes you could and just say
0: like yeah. every once in a while. I mean, mine was really out because I told him I said I went to the doctor for my back pain and they have given me lower tabs or whatever they're called now. You know, Norcos yeah. or whatever. And I was mm-hmm. like, but I don't enjoy taking them so I rarely go so I take ibuprofen and
2: now just off that he was like yeah yeah totally you totally deserve it all day bro fuck yeah that's sick how's the bud uh, well how's like I know maybe the legal market bro, because like they're growing up there right so there's yeah. got to be like the side hustle does it compare like price-wise to the dispensary or how does it kind of mark so it's
0: kind of weird you know I the people that weren't doing street stuff has went down a little bit you know they're them being able to get it because so many people just go to the store um Mm. most of the time it's going to be mailed from out of state so it kind of varies on the quality i will say the street stuff still a little cheaper but in my experience as long as you can find the good bud now there is bad bud as well at the dispensaries it normally works itself out you know like i think spending a hundred dollars on the streets or in the dispensary right now to me is about the same as far as how long it'll last me
2: yeah, how much are you how much do you buy in
0: like a quarter for? Is this a should we be talking about this? Uh, I mean, it's I'm, it's so illegal for me to do this. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's see I'll tell you how much
2: I pay and I fuck fuck the police.
0: Right, right. And <laughs> from here, like, so the dispensary I go to it varies. I will say they're cheapest, and it's all grammed out. So that's another thing. You don't really get okay. discounts on ounces and shit. Ah, uh, weird. I know. So it sucks. Now, that's it's part of the whole like, well, if it's medicine, you got to sell it like medicine, sort of thing,
2: right? Do you sell me three thousand oxycodons at one motherfucking time? What are you talking about? That is not. I would what? Right. So that's the whole what? They gram okay, it whatever. out, and uh, the
0: cheapest stuff
2: that you'll see is probably like seven dollars a gram. Oh, dude, that's mad cheap. That's like that's like what I pay right now. Right. If I bought like a like
0: an eighth or a and quarter. Then, and then uh, this stuff I've been buying lately is more like twelve to fourteen a gram. You know, mm-hmm. it's a little better. And then you have to add taxes onto that. So also the dispensary I go to is just outside of city limits, so they don't have to pay city taxes. So they have to pay state taxes, but no city taxes. So that could save you like 8%, you know, mm-hmm. so you can work the system. Also that place uh, on Valentine's day, the, one of the growers, cause you know, they have to tell you who grows all the different shit. There's like different organizations that are popping up. Uh, there's this one called progressive farms and I really like their shit and they were doing a special yeah, where if you came in point. Uh, you could get a joint for one penny. You could get two joints for one penny a piece. So, like, they can uh, do specials and shit, but it's like they
2: can't give shit away for free. Uh, it, it's a weird scenario. Um, dude, when it pops off in Texas, we're going to have fucking massive fields. Because we do everything to, like, a magnitude of 10, bro. Like, they fucking go, you know. I don't know if you know. Dude, I, grew I grew up uh, in Texas, I know right? you don't
0: understand Oklahoma geometry, but... <clears throat> Or geography. I grew up like geography. four miles from the state of Texas. So like oh, my town yeah. is like right on the fucking border of the Red River. And oh, yeah, 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 like Wichita Falls, Texas is like my most oh, yeah, visited yeah. city ever because it was like 45 <laughs> minutes from where I grew up.
2: Damn, Wichita Falls. All
0: right. So I always thought someday I would live in Wichita Falls. I love that fucking place for whatever reason. But I don't ever go there anymore because, you know, I don't live around there.
2: You, how far do you live from the from Texas now? Uh, probably like two hours.
0: Okay, not too bad. I mean, if I hop on okay. the interstate, you know, we went to Austin, or actually, we went to San Antonio, me and my wife, like five years ago, probably on a vacation, mm. and it took yeah. like uh, seven hours, maybe, to get there, something like that. All knows we hit Austin at like five o'clock, and fucking
2: traffic came to a stop, and it sucked, dude. It's a pile of dicks over here. Right. It's terrible. It's terrible. Bumper to bumper all the way. Like yeah, it's just bad. They don't know how to plan a city. It's too small, man, for as many people to come here. But it's cool. It's cool, right? It's like oh, the super. It's like liberal Texas, right? Basically. Yeah, bro, but still, like, liberal Texas, that's what I'm telling you, like, liberal Texas is not that liberal. Like, like it's like that whole uh, outward image thing, but on the down low, like, still most places are, you know, pretty racially segregated as far as, like, upper limits. And who actually has money in this town is a bunch of old white uh, oil people, you know, because that's right. kind of, like, who was there, you know? It's why um, the
0: University of Texas yeah. has so much money. Uh, one of my professors tried to explain it to me. Some about... The oil found on school land kind of helps fund the school. So like the University of Texas is actually the
2: richest school in the world or some shit because yeah, of fucking probably, oil. Bro. Probably, man. I don't know because I think Austin stayed small because the rich people were like, we don't want other people to come here. And then they like set that all up under the guise of like hip and stuff because they're like, oh, you can't use because you'll, you'll be going down a highway, bro. And then the highway will turn into two lanes. And you're like, what the fuck? Why are we in two lanes right now? And then you're like, oh, it's because they passed a law that's illegal to develop like this land past this point or whatever the fuck. And You're like, damn. But good, right? But also too many people. So right. if there was less people, I would. It's a perfect thing if there was less people.
0: It's seems op- It's like basically opposite of Dallas because like you know I've went to Dallas a lot in yeah. my life and it's just like
2: let's just keep building more shit, dude. dude Dallas we'll just build is more crazy. And more and more. Houston too, bro. Like we were we went to Galveston. It's on the coast, and uh, we we're driving through Houston. I hadn't been there in a long time, and we were driving. I was like, "We're still in fucking Houston." Yeah. They're like, "Oh my god!" And it's like not even like you know, you're outskirts of the city. You're like, "Oh, there's a couple things here." It's like, no, this feels like Austin for three hours. You know, like everything on the side of the road. There's just stuff, 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 stuff. stuff. So many people.
0: Yeah, a guy Crazy. I work with. Uh, he worked in Houston for I don't know, like 15 years or something. And before he moved back to this area and he would talk about how like he lived three miles from his work, but it would take him like an hour 45 to get there, dude. And I'm like, fuck what the that. Fuck? like I can't Wat, imagine, bro. I know. Like <laughs> I'm, you know, where I'm at, like there is nothing, you know, I, for instance, it blows my mind when I go to a city that you have to pay for parking. I'm like, what the uh. fuck are you talking about? Pay for parking. Dude, you know, and yeah. that's like a thing, and it, so like I'm still in a place that's really small. Uh, you know, we have like a McDonald's and a Brahms and Walmart. You know, we got all the fucking stores, but it's what just was that second crowded. thing. Uh, a Brahms, a Brahms. Oh yeah, I, I forget Texas doesn't really have Brahms. Uh, is Brahms street, is like the store. It's a burger place. Actually, the one across mm. the street from my house does have a grocery store in it because they're like that. But all what? the farms <laughs> are from uh, like Oklahoma, <laughs> so it's like all real fresh, and the milk's really cheap at their grocery stores. Even like their I think all it's of them a, actually have grocery it's a stores bur-
2: in it. It's a burger restaurant that's also a grocery store. Is that what you just said?
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's mainly a
2: burger that's restaurant. Pretty, that's pretty crazy. And
0: then they got like a little spur off on most of them that I've been to. I would say all I've been to in which they sell, you know, some like fresh fruits and vegetables. Uh, they have milk. They have these awesome tam- frozen tamales that I'll get. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, and they are, they're, they're right across the street from where I live. So, that's for so instance, interesting, dude. I can just walk over there all the time and be like, oh, I need to get some milk or whatever. Hell, yeah. So, dude, you got to look at Brahms. Cool. Brahms is great. They got some in North it's, Texas. How are the burgers, though? I'd say they're my favorite burgers. Uh. But I also I've never had Five Guys or In-N-Out, whichever one acts like. great. Have you had Whataburger? I'd say Whataburger is the only thing. Cl- like I think both of them are good. They're different, though. Whataburger is a little more structured to it yeah. where brahms is more like country style uh, a little messier if you will um oh, i fuck with that Waterburger has better fries Waterburger is probably better across the board but I brahms like is really close so
2: fuck yeah dude that's crazy to me that there's a grocery store inside of a, a burger restaurant that's so it that sounds like something they would have in china but i like it dude whatever that was just that caught me off guard no oh, yeah i'm not not trying to clown. I forget people. It's not cool. a thing.
0: Like I get jealous that Dairy Queens are still a thing in Texas. Yeah. Because where I grew up, we had a Dairy Queen until I was about five or six years old, and then Dairy Queen decided to move out of the state of Oklahoma because Sonic it started is. taking the fuck over. So I'm sure mm-hmm. you all have Sonics, but Sonic started here. So many. And really, yeah, it's like the. And, their fucking headquarters is like right, like a block away from where the Thunder play. <laughs> it's like fucking weird. So that's interesting. Uh, Sonic's a big fucking deal around here. I mean, it's okay. You know, it's one of those like I'm, I'm too close to home. I've ate them all. It was the only fast food restaurant
2: I had from the age of like ten to eighteen until I left my yeah, hometown. Yeah, and it's it's overpriced for the quality. Is what I've always felt. Like it's like okay, but it's like there's too much for kind of just a shitty chili cheese dog. I agree.
0: I agree. So uh, Dairy Queen, though, have fucking blizzards and they are fantastic. So like I
2: agree,
0: if you see a Dairy Queen in the state of Oklahoma, currently it is owned by someone, right? Like a private Mm -hmm. person owns it. Yeah. And so there is one in this town called Tishomingo. And I used to drive through that town when I worked Mm -hmm. like I had to make like this hour drive to and from work every day. And that's a fire ass name, Tishomingo. (laughs) Every night when I'd go through and I would see it, I'd be like, "Ooh, I'm going to stop by there and get me a." m M&M, and oh, caramel yeah.
2: triple chunk, whatever the. Bro, do you guys have drive-through liquor stores? No. Okay. Yeah. We we have these things. They look like giant, like giant, uh, like carports almost, or like what you would do repairs on a, a car in, like a, a shop, I guess. Right, right. But once and it's a two garage doors, and you drive through, and you stop, and you tell them what you want, and they'll make you like mixed drinks, right? And you're in a car, bro. And they put like a car. lid on it, I'm guessing. They put a lid on it so it's legal, or they'll put it in a bag. Sometimes right. they put it in a bag and you get a straw, a long ass straw. But then you can get beer and oh my bad, you get beer and everything, and they'll give it to you in your car and then you just drive through. And I was like, how the fuck is that legal? And it's what you said. They put a lid on it so that it's technically legal, but as soon as you leave, you just fucking put a straw in it and start drinking your 44-ounce margarita that they just fucking right. made food. I
0: knew these girls in high school from New Orleans, and they said that was really popular. Like, dude, isn't that margaritas crazy? to go, and that's the only reason I was like, oh, yeah, with the lids, because I remember them talking about it. Yeah, dude, Now, we do have, have a drive through dispensary. One of the new dispensaries open has that's a drive through so uh, once you go in and you're registered, you can go through and be like, oh, I need two
2: vape cartridges of whatever, and Dude, I would get an old bank with those with the tube system. Right. I would get those, <laughs> exactly. And that's how, dude, that would be fucking sick. If we when we get it, dude. Oh, I gotta write that down. Just right. to find an old ass bank with a tube system, and it's like because it's vacuum sealed, it would just be fresh, right? And then double fresh.
0: fresh. The whole industry is crazy. If Texas ever gets it, you know, I hope they take notes from other states. You know, Oklahoma is trying to make all these hoops for people to jump through underneath the guise of like, what's well, better for everyone. You know, for instance, they'll tell you like all your marijuana has to be tested for the percentages before you can sell it, which I do think is good. You know, I like to know that shit, but honestly, all of them are lies. Like stuff's testing higher than anything that's ever been grown in Amsterdam. And I'm like, well, this isn't true. And
2: well, dude, I saw a thing about it, and what they do is the person who sends it in, they pick, like, their number one bud, and then they said that in some cases they'll take, like, a uh, key for trichomes that have fallen off, and they'll brush it onto the fucking bud they're sending in. Right. So that when they actually test it, it's at ridiculous levels that so, are
0: impossible. I
2: quit going to this one
0: place here in town because everything they claim was above 20 percent. Everything. And I'm like, that's just not true, bro. Like, it's just not. There's no way. So Did you try it, and you were like, I'm not that high. Right, well, I remember getting so like the first time I got any through my card, I got some Blue Dream, right, which I was very yeah. aware of, and I've gotten Blue Dream since, and it hasn't been as good. But th- what it, this one kind was grown really well, and it really reacted with me perk. I was like, "This is it, man! This is the fucking best shit I've ever had," and it was like thirteen percent, but like something like yeah. that. I was like, "Man, this is just—I really like this shit." And I've had it before where they're claiming it's like eighty, it's like you know twenty-eight percent, but it's the same strain, you know, and shit. And so I'm like, ah, "Yeah." I don't know, man, and it. I just think it's a lot of guesses. So the place I go now is really, I think, a little more honest and legitimate. They don't try to hide any information. They'll like give you any information you want. And then other dispensaries yeah. kind of try to be they should like, be
2: treating it like that too,
0: right? And other places yeah. kind of try to hide it, and they're like, "Well, what do you want? Come on, you know." And I think if you're gonna, you know, I personally don't actually believe it's. Uh, I mean it's medicine as far as like it can help some things, but I also think it should be just legal because fuck it, I wanna smoke it, right? Yeah, I think people like should beer. exactly. I I think of it way more like alcohol than a medicine. So I kinda get annoyed yeah. with all the medicine stuff. But if you're yeah. gonna treat it like medicine, then let's at least pretend, right? Like exactly. let's not you know, the workers shouldn't be like, Oh, I took a gram home of each shit last night and got fucked up. And I'm like, Well that doesn't I need to know what this shit tastes like. And they all smell the same if they're in one dispensary, you know, like it's hard to distinguish it. So there are things that we can get better for sure. But yeah, it is fucking dope to be like, oh, I'm going to run to the store real quick because I'm running low on. bud. you know, I Mm -hmm. used to back up before I had a card and I was just, you know, a normal pothead. You know, if I was even had like a half left, I was like, well, fuck, I better start hitting shit up, you know, figuring things out. And like I don't have yep. that stress anymore. You know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, when <coughs> I run nice. out, I'll go to the store. Like, I'd be like, I'll fucking ran out of milk. You know, it, that's a whole different thing.
2: Well, it's about like the THC percentage. And then it's also like the CBD percentage, right? And then there's like a third chemical, I forgot, well, that's in there too. The way they're breaking like, it down now is through the, yeah. like, the
0: terpenes or whatever. So, like there's yeah. five different types of terpenes and... What I've done, I've gone on Leafly and looked up what my favorite strains are, and uh, I look at kind of what they have, and so I'm like, okay, these are the kind of the ones I like, I guess. But in Oklahoma, for instance, you can't – they claim you can't have pot that it's brought from outside the state, so like it can't have a name of some other famous shit. So now people are having to change the names of stuff. Wait, what? You can't get seeds from other places? Like you can't – it's weird. It's like some are grandfathered in, but then they put some – roll on it so now you see all these made up dumb fucking names that are just, you know
2: it dumb to me you know i'm like god damn it just think was something normal uh dude I, i'm gonna grow a plant bro i i had i had like the opportunity we live in a, a duplex right uh and we have a garage it's a big ass place so if you guys ever come to austin man i have a guest room you can chill uh but we have like a garage and i wanted to grow a plant man but we moved in and we were like, oh, we don't know if our landlord's ever going to come by. And like fucking three years later, she's never come by one time. Right. And I just want to do it, dude, to see like – because I don't know. Because like you can go to the dispensary and you know like hopefully that was grown by so-and-so down the street and they gave it to him. You know what I mean? At this price. And it's fresh, right? Do you ever get bud that's like still compacted like you used to get where it's no. like you could tell it was shipped? No. Everything is fluffy as fuck, right? Yeah man see like i like every once in a while i'll get some shit that was grown here in austin and i can tell because or they put it in a jar and didn't vacuum seal it when they brought it here or something right because it, it's still fluffy and then it, the the thing with us is like you'll get something that says blue dream right and i've had i do blue dream is i don't know for what reason but blue dream comes back every season it's always here it comes back over and over everyone always says that so, but I don't even know if I've actually had Blue Dream. Right. You know what I mean? Right. There's well, no it's way like, to tell. You know, if I'm counting stuff
0: before a store, I've had you know OG Kush and White Widow and I had Pineapple Express, I've had and all everything that right. you could possibly
2: think of. But once, and then you go on Leafly, and they never look like it.
0: Right. Well, and you're like, Ugh. well, you can start telling. At least I can. There are certain things I can tell the taste immediately. So anything that's crossed with Diesel, or if you just get original, you know, sour Diesel. Mm-hmm it has its own taste, right? And I do remember smoking some of that shit back in like, you know, college where I'd be like, oh, that's that fucking,
2: you know, they say that taste and uh, scent are closely linked, and that scent is the strongest for memory. So yeah. I get, I, I see what you're saying. Like you would hit some shit, and you'd be like, I remember this. Like right. I remember the smell. I remember how this tastes. Whereas in like
0: blue cheese, I don't think I ever had any sort of that uh, back in the day, but I've had it since it's you know gone legal here, and I hate yeah. it. Like, and I don't want anything ever grown with anything that's touched blue cheese. That uh, fucking tastes horrible. You know, like dude, I just, definitely
2: have gotten blue cheese. What does it taste like? like what's so bad about it
0: uh i don't like snappy who's on here every monday he loves it like it's like his favorite taste to me really? it's just like this i don't know I, it's hard it's like a ranch fucking taste you know like a blue cheesy I ranch shit that's like
2: ranch.
0: and i will eat some ranch on some wings but i
2: ain't trying to smoke it you know man um, i eat my wings straight up straight up and i fucking let my mouth burn and i'm, just, I'm screaming i'm drinking a beer it's making it worse <laughs> i was like ah dude yeah i make chicken wings bro uh, uh yes, yes yes but yeah bro i would i would see i know that i've had some shit and we'll get some shit where you look at it and it's so green and crystalline and beautiful you're like damn this is some like really good right. so shit powwow who's
0: on here you know my best friend of college he he legitimately grows now right so there's, oh, yeah. there's like four people in his, adults in this house that have a medical card the rule is you can grow up to like six plants so per adult like so they can get 24 five right. plants. right and so he could go commercial but it would require to buy like a license and all this other shit and he's thought about it and he's really good at growing it so one thing i'll like give him over other people i've seen or even the dispensaries like his shit still has those hard crystals on them right like he fucking, t- he knows what he's doing. He's put
2: in a lot of time and effort into this. When you say hard crystals, like uh, so, the, you can feel them on the tips of the plant? Yeah. You well, like,
0: like you can literally see, like right, if you look real fucking close, you can feel
2: them. They're like, you can actually like see the crystals. And that to me, like crystals, like little gems or so. Cause when I think of crystals, I just think of like, it's like powder. It's like it's 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 reflective when light is shined upon it, but it's not like little fucking tiny rhinestones. Right. That's what I'm imagining right now.
0: Right. I would say more little tiny rhinestones. Um shit. In the sense of like because it gets hard. Right. And I remember Mm. back in the day when you would get some really good shit, it would kind of be like that. Or even yeah. when I look in high times and take pictures, I'm like, look at it, it's all fucking. But there's and a it's lot still of on stuff. the
2: plant. I I remember like seeing like I, I know what you're saying. Like when it's still on the plant, though is when I've seen those pictures where it says like the little hairs that are coming out, like maybe the tip of it, and then there's like 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 you said like little tiny crystals. But I've never seen that. I don't think in real life.
0: Right. And so in a lot of the dispensaries I go to, the pot's really soft. You know, and I'm all oh. like, oh, it's okay, but like it's something weird when it's that soft. Whereas okay. in like. Uh, and when powwow, he brings me, you know, me some down or I'll go visit him up in Tulsa because he's moved up there now. And you can just feel it like there's like it's a denser, you know, like there's like a little shell of like good shit. And what he does when he's explained to me and he needs to come on here again and explain it better is like he sprays like the sugar shit on it that like a lot of people, I guess, are skipping that step these days. It kind of helps give it flavor and then uh, helps build up the trichomes and shit. And then also... You know, a lot of people think uh, indica for indica couch. That's what I always say, and then sativa yeah. is just the other one for you know you'll yeah. be awake and shit. And, I, and he, that that is true, but he's explaining to me that a lot of it's actually whenever you decide to cure it or cut it or whatever, because you, if the more of the trichomes turn amber, then it's going to have more of a couch lock effect. So, like, if you wait till it's like 90% of the mm. trichomes have turned amber, it's going to put your ass on the couch. So, that's what he does with like his OG Kush because that's a known, you know, heavy indica. But, like, yeah, so people want. Right. But something that might be like, you know, not that, you know, more of a sativa base, you might cut a little early. So, you don't want all those to go fully amber if you don't want it to have like that sleepy they effect. They just turn
2: you know. amber when they're on the-, on the plant. Is that what happens? Yeah. Got okay. it. So, shit, dude. There's I all have kinds this book, of dude this growth Bible, but that sounds like some expertise. That's like the guy, the Somalier with wine who like puts it in his mouth and he's like, it was grown in uh, Hawaiian lava dirt. And right. That's that guy. Well, we uh recorded I a podcast
0: it. in his grow shed with the loud ass fans and shit. The lighting was all crazy, but I was like, fuck it, we're doing it. And uh Hell yeah. You know, he so he, he does know a lot, but he has a whole hydroponic system. He tried dirt for a minute, didn't like it. He has all this mm. shit So like I know you're in our discord Uh, If you ever have If mm. you ever want to try to grow shit For real Powwow is like Hit him up He is the expert uh, he knows Or if, all you mon, if you have him
2: on If you have him on bro Let me come on And then I want to ask Or just like for a minute I got some questions I just want to pick his brain Right That would be fun for me I Should be like hey I want to ask him some questions about – because, yeah, dude, like we don't know shit, dude. That's what I'm saying. And that's like kind of sketchy too because you don't even know like where your bud comes from or like – you know what I'm saying? What was done to it and that kind of stuff. That's why legalization is the way to go and they just decriminalize it. If they do decriminalize it federally or whatever, that would be fucking cool or make it legal. Right. When I went
0: to Denver, I got like some Gorilla Glue 4 and that was like the first shit I bought in Denver. And I mm. loved it, right? So I was like, oh, this is going to be my new favorite. And then I got some in Oklahoma and there's been a few shops and it all tastes different. You know what I mean? So I'm like, some yeah. of it does remind me of this stuff and some doesn't. Um, I've had some stuff and I, I thought of that one because we were saying you never know what people put on it. I've gotten something like as soon as I hit it, I was like, someone put chemicals on this shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah, weed doesn't taste, taste like this. You know, this yeah. is what we what tastes like. So Uh, It is a weird world. I know some guy got his dispensary shut down because he was selling meth out of the back. Not here. It's another another town in Oklahoma. But, you know, so that just goes to prove people are going to take advantage and run criminal shit out of, you know, so. dude, Yeah. It's a cash business, right? Right. Right. In cash. yeah, Exactly. I, I haven't went to any place that takes a debit or credit card yet. I've heard there are some that exist, but every place I go to is like, there's the ATM.
2: Yeah, money laundering, and they charge you three
0: dollars to pull out twenty bucks. Right, exactly. That's wow. why I always go uh, to the bank before. Yeah, I have it. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. This smart move.
1: All right. So, if you have any questions, suggestions, or
2: corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. So, what day's your uh, music coming out, man? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got all talking about
0: pot and shit.
2: <laughs> it comes out the 28th. It's the dude, it's a leap year this year, and I only know that because I was like, "Oh, the last day of February," and then no, Saturday's the last day. But it comes out uh, this coming Friday. We have a bunch of like visuals and stuff we're going to drop on Instagram and YouTube cuz we got to get YouTube popping. And like maybe Twitter too, bro. Like it's 2020, right? They say you should have all social media platforms right, so right. It out there. I'm glad you brought
0: all this up because I want to talk to you about Twitter and yeah. Instagram. Uh, I see you still posting on Instagram a lot. I've kind of fallen back because the algorithms have fucked me and like I get no story views, no unlocks or comments. And maybe it's because I don't use it as much anymore, but it was really, uh, I was seeing very little results, very little growth. And yeah. uh, you know, I maxed out at about 800 followers on Instagram, something around there. Yeah. On Twitter, in just like four months, I'm up to like 1,200 followers. I've oh, found cool. a lot of playlists through Twitter where like a lot of people have playlists. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and I've got, I've just got a lot of plays um, and a lot of engagement through Twitter. So I would suggest, I think for right now, that is the place that'll get you a little more engagement, but only because I just only see bots on Instagram. You know what I mean? It's very, you see so many of those dumb bullshit copy and paste comments that I'm like, I'm yeah. over it.
2: I'm over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Instagram like um, pretty good, but as far as growth, it's kind of leveled out. But we have like stuff coming down, and a lot. Of, I made a lot of connections through Instagram, right? Uh, but that is maybe because that's the only like real platform you can find me on. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's with it on Twitter. I know, I know, Twitter's just the spot to be. The thing with Twitter is like, like, um, I'll think of some shit to say. <laughs> and then I'll be right about to like type it in, and I'll be like, nah, um, yeah, that happens to me every I don't day. Because I'm just like, I don't know, man. You never know what could come back. Like, not to get like big head, whatever. You never, I'm gonna try and be cocky or anything, right. right? I don't know what's gonna happen to my, my life. So something could happen, regardless of whatever. And then it's like, damn, I said some like fucked up shit. Like, uh, that happened with Facebook, dude. And I was like, no, there's <laughs> some shit on there, I was like, no, right? Or just like ignorant shit you did back in the day. And I'm just I have like, to, okay. Uh, I'm I go out of my way to be pretty positive on
0: Twitter and I'm not a very positive person, you know. Like I'm fairly (laughs) negative and stuff. And I wanna make fun of people. Like, it's so hard for me that there's people that just aren't very good, right? That have like a lot of listens and you can see their follower counts, and I'm like, I don't know if this is real or not, but either way probably it's weird. And then They'll you know, they're nice to you and you kinda have to be nice to them. But there's part of you that wants to be like, No, man, it's just not I don't like this. All right, I'm sorry, guy. It's just not yeah, you know, your auto tunes out of key. And I know you don't know what the fuck that is or care, but that's a thing yeah. people listen to, you know, like and, yeah. and then if you are honest with people like that, like then you're like a hater. And so yeah. it it is tough there. Now, I I just share my links to my stuff. I'm I've made friends, you know, uh, slowly but surely I've, you know, found people I know I can write a comment on their shit and they'll take it the right way you know sort of yeah. thing um and you know i'm not critiquing anybody unless they ask me you know but normally i'm just yeah. like hey send music to the podcast but i get super offended and i know i shouldn't when people like follow me and they haven't sent me music i'm like what the fuck do you think i'm doing over here posting all the time to send me music
2: let's do it Come on, <laughs> let's go but like i get that's a douchebag attitude to have about it Dude, are some people just like they're insecure about their like music? You know what I mean. They don't want to like put it out there. I don't know. It's 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 like uh, it's uh, dude. Everybody just like you have insecurities about the thing you do, and I have mad insecurities about all, all of the shit that I do. It's like I think that's part of like the creative process, right? And then you look for validation, and then I listen to all these podcasts of people who do creative things, and they're like, "Yeah, once you get the validation, that feeling fucking doesn't go away. Like, right. it's just like it's just like part of doing creative things. Like, if you're if you're doing something that's like original and authentic to you, it's gonna be like probably bad at first, you know, because you don't know how to make it better. And even with those kids, like their auto out of key, they should take your advice and be like." Like, uh, oh, that could actually uh, benefit me long term. Because when I fuck up, dude, and I don't like something, I don't get. I, I I maybe get mad at first, but then I go like, okay, that's not how it sounds in my head. Let's try to make it get there, you know. And then that's the fun of figuring out like technique and how to do, you know. Right. That's that's what it's all about, bro. So people should. Listen, if someone's giving you advice, but not everybody, because some people don't have the fuck to talk right. about, too. Oh, man.
0: That somehow – remember earlier when I was like, I have three tangents. Let's see if I can remember them all. That reminded me of the mm-hmm. third one. My third one is yeah. something you said earlier of you know you got to put stuff out basically. you know The people mm-hmm. that are also honestly talking the most and have the most opinions and shit, they're not doing anything. Like I don't even yeah. really listen – to an opinion i know that's fucked up or feedback or anything from someone who's not also putting out music you know and i get like yeah i guess you should listen to the layman if you will or you know who the fan would be but mm. it's typically someone who acts like you know i would be rapping but you just wait till i get this blue yeti microphone or whatever and yep you're like okay but you have it you know and like you have all these fucking opinions but you don't really know and I've been in Mm -hmm. group chats before, you know, and it's all the people that talk the most are always have an opinion are always like, well, where's your fucking catalog? You know what I mean? And it's hard for me not to be like that. And I know it's like a douchebaggy sort of attitude to have of like, well, you are doing it. But that's just the way it is. Like it rap music more so than other genres, I think is competitive, you know, and like I'm really cool with the people I'm cool with. Right. But if like I'm not cool with someone, I'm like, we're all better than them. You know, me and all my yeah. rap friends are better than them and their rap friends because it's
2: just Dude, it like yeah. the way it fucking is. Uh, it's the fire. Dude, yeah. I think I think um, there's a part of me that's always like a little comp- – I try not to be bro and hope for like good things from people. But that competition is what makes me try harder too. Right. I'm you know super I mean? passive.
0: Like I'm not actively competitive. But like I mean you know my, when you, you my fucking head.
2: freestyle. Like as soon as
0: your freestyle and a beat comes on, you're like, and I'm the best to fucking ever rap. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit. Why did exactly. I just say that? Like. It's just it's, that's what comes out. It's just what happens. Um, and then something I've been trying to workshop and I haven't talked about on the podcast because I seem like it's probably offensive. But the last episode with snappy was probably the most offensive one we've had in a while. So let's keep it going.
2: <laughs>
0: I've noticed that and there's some sort of correlation that the majority of the female rappers who have sent music into the podcast or that are on Twitter uh-huh. seem to be lesbians or bisexual. So then it seems to be like <laughs> something about the pursuit of vaginas also
2: leads to you wanting to rap. <laughs> Dude, I've also noticed that. I've also noticed that. I think I think possibly bro, it's because of like the masculinity behind it or like maybe like like cuz they're usually like ethnic women, right? Black, Mexican, Asian even, right? And they do have that like butch kind of lesbian bisexual vibe to them, you know what I'm saying? So I see what you're saying. I think it's more like a uh, circumstantial and then maybe the pursuit of vagina, maybe like they saw like they're young. They see like an MC spin. He's a he's a, a dude, right? And he's like, oh, all the girls are trying to suck this dude's dick. And then they're like, that's how I get my pussy eaten. And, you know, that's they're just like, let me pick up the skill. Or they were innately with it. Or maybe rap is just innately like masculine. But there are there are like feminine rappers, too, though. But not but as I was I think of like Lauryn yeah, Hill. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if someone came out right like now... Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, right? They're they're not lesbians. Yeah, right. oh, they don't oh give no. the vibes. Oh no, Nicki
0: Minaj has said from day one she will eat a pussy. She's all about it. Yeah, um, but they're not I, like that butchy
2: kind of lesbian. That oh I, no. I'm thinking of like that... that, that I've you're seen thinking like like 80, of a Young moss style.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm saying that all of the styles of the female rappers these
2: days seem they have to be that way. Like uh, I don't maybe see- girls just don't mind eating pussy, bro, and they just don't talk about it to us. You know what I'm saying maybe maybe women are just beautiful, and women recognize women are beautiful, and they're just like, You know, it's not as bad maybe it's maybe it's better than sucking a dick, dude. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I would love for the day rap music starts coming out where guys are like,
2: and I suck a dick. Dude, there's been a couple gay rappers, dude. Fucking Frank Ocean's bisexual. He said that. Tyler, the creator, right. kind of. He's I mean, like, I he's love Frank Ocean.
0: I will say it all the time. Yeah. Like, Blonde is my favorite album. Dude, that's maybe fucking ever. sick, dude. Yeah, yeah,
2: so. yeah. There was a guy who was signed to – I forgot his name. It just slips my mind right now. But he was signed to OVO or whatever, Drake's label. And he came out as gay, and then they dropped his ass. Oh, like, I love Napoleon like, not, or whatever. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so long ago, Selling bro, next got yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not so long ago, like literally like eight years ago, it was like incredibly common to clown homosexuals in rap music. Like it was literally a go to line for like every single rapper for I mean, a minute. You I know totally, I mean?
0: and I'm sure this is, I shouldn't say this, I totally have the word like faggot in a rap book yes, right dude. now. Right. Yes. And I remember going through my <laughs> old rhymes, like trying to, you know, spin my old rhymes on my new beats. And I was like, ooh, I can't say. These fucking
2: faggots I can't say that You can't say it You can't say it But still Even in my like Freestyles dude For a long time That was there Because it rhymes with. It's a good sounding Hard word Right To like hit on And it rhymes With like a couple of things And you can do Double word rhymes with it And it's like There's a shortened version You say fag right You can do Like yeah But then But then I was also like Okay like That's fine Because it's just the same way I can't say the n-word right It's just That's just Okay I don't want to I don't want to be Somebody polarizes like that Unless it is incredibly relevant. In 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 this album, there's a line where I said "Sodomite Sodate whooping ass and taking names," which is like a Tang reference, right? Which is a movie, right? And it's the sodomite, which is kind of a homeless, I guess maybe a little bit. And then there's a there's a line where it's like. Uh, Uh, take someone in the good cops ass you've been fighting your feelings, suppression emotions, so like basically it's like cops, I'm calling them that they're gay partners together and instead of like realizing their love for each other, they take it out in society and like beat people and like arrest people, right? That's what it was. So I like tiptoe on it bro, but I won't drop the word just because it'll be and i my sister's a lesbian bro and like a lot of my cousins when i was growing up were gay so but even then dude we were dropping that shit all the time it wasn't even like because it wasn't so emotionally attached to the group yet it wasn't right. like synonymous with hate towards an entire group it was just like oh you're stupid you
0: faggot, you know, like right. that's just well, how you to, did it. I've tried to Gay just meant uncool. So like, yeah, when I was in fifth and sixth grade, was bad, probably dude. like the height of of gay. And I remember dude, us being like, "You just said what you just said. What, so you just said is, <laughs> what you just said
2: is like the root of the problem. Like, gay right. is uncool. But then gay became pretty fucking cool, bro. Right? Like, I would argue it's like the cool shit now. That it wasn't that it was, cool to be gay back then. It was a very difficult life. I don't. It was, dude. And now like they own that shit. And because they they own that shit. They took ownership of the word, and because they took ownership of those words, they decided, you know, it's exclusive to us. Right? Like, like they, took, they took queer used to be a bad thing. Like, if you called yeah. a guy a queen, that wouldn't have been good. But now they're like yas, queening it up. Yeah, but look, dude, they took queer, which is the same way was right. like a negative word towards a group. Even like the fifties, you know, are we supposed to play smear the queer? You know what I'm saying? Oh, like dude, that was the everyone played them. game in elementary school. That's, yeah, exactly. But now it's not even a bad like I could say queer, like oh you guys are queer, and they would be like yeah we are, you know, like it's not even so it's just the way words work right. in our culture, and they always have, dude. And it's I think about it all the time because I work with words, you know what I'm saying. So like that shit always resonates in my mind, and it's also like a like a like a sign of society and how like how like these waves of like. Uh, closed-mindedness, open-mindedness, they come and they go and they go and they come and then things move and then people, events happen and it changes the meaning of a word altogether. Or we stop saying shit, dude. We completely stop saying words sometimes that, you know, back in the day. Like, because faggot is a bundle of sticks. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it was. And then it's, it's weird. It's weird trying to think of there's I had two random things. there.
0: I would say the one time I have, I've said the N word one time ever in a rap song a long time ago, but I thought I said <laughs> it in like a cool enough way that like I pulled it off.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> and I did not probably. Uh, a, unless, unless it was impossible to tell your ethnicity. Then they're like, when hmm, I was, I maybe. when I was uh,
0: first starting out, a lot of people did not know I was white for, for a while, yeah. you know, cause I, I
1: have a certain flow. pretty
2: often. And, um, I'm not white, though, but they still they say that shit to me. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you. Right. Because I talk like I talk very different than what I sound like in my songs.
0: I mean, but what I said, it was a true word. Like, I mean, you're in Texas. I'm sure uh, maybe you haven't. I don't know. People on the East Coast heard this lot and were like, that makes no sense. I was like, you don't get it because you're not from the South. Where like I have black friends that tell me I can say it, right? I'm not, and I yeah. never have. I have never taken advantage of that. But in this rap song, I was like, something go figure. I rap so good, my black friends let me say, and then I said the word. Pretty but good. It was right, and like that's the only time, like in my whole life, I've ever said that word.
2: So See, I used to do the same thing, and I would do some some figure. And I'd be like, my dick so big, you think it belonged to a, and that's even more fucked up. But I wouldn't say the word. I would let it die right there. You know what I'm saying? And then right. hit it back on the beat to like do that that's what i would do right and that's part of what i should have done but that's when you're first freestyling and all you can rap about is your dick and then that's then you evolve now (laughs) i think what
0: really made me regret ever doing that one time is i met this guy um in college with my friend powwow and he was a little white kid named big red he was like five two call himself big red and every other word he said was the n-word and i was like uh yeah man you should never freestyle in front of a black person that yeah. will go very, very badly. This is the
2: thing, dude. Where I grew up, it was like a little subdivision. As a military town. So it's a mixture of everybody, dude. Like I took my girl to my little brother's graduation and she was like, there are so many black families here. And I was like, yeah, that's just how we grew up. Like that's just normal. So I said it through high school constantly dude constantly like every single day to everybody because everybody said to everybody it was just a thing it was less sensitive than even it is now by like a factor it was fucking not a big deal but when i freestyled i wouldn't say it intentionally i wouldn't say it but i would say it talking but not in the freestyle because i always knew that if i was gonna do this rap thing i couldn't i couldn't not be who i am and i didn't want to give off a false and because it's just weird now and it's even become to the point where people who have been rapping in the game for like Fifteen years and our hardcore gang bangers. This is an Asian dude. I forgot his name, but the the culture went after him and was like, "Hey man, you just can't say that shit anymore." And he was like, "All right." So it was just like a conscious choice I made back then. But even in day to day walking around talking, constantly, dude, we just said it. It wasn't even a big deal. Like nobody got mad unless you were like the whitest kid in the world and you just you got to. It was the way you said it. But then you evolve and you're like, you know what? It's it's a it's a bullshit word. It's a placeholder anyway. I could use something else. You know, right? Just like kinda, said, yeah. So that was my one thing there. And then again, just to
0: because we got on a weird gay talk there, which is fine. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I did it. Uh, but I want to say you actually helped prove my point even more when we said there aren't many gay rappers. So again, I do think something yeah. about the desire for vaginas. And the Dude, pursuit of rapping. I don't. know. Well,
2: what if there are? What run if the like signs. football? Run the sides. Where like where football? There's there's like our basketball. There's like a bunch of gay players. But it's just still like it's such a masculine thing that their their image and brand or whatever the fuck could be impacted negatively by being known as gay. You know, what I'm saying are bisexual. You know, what I'm saying there's probably a lot of rappers who suck the dick. Is what I'm saying. But they're not going to tell you that because that's right. not hard. And that's not going to hit. Well, and I'm not How saying it affects singing
0: because I would say if we're going to be doing stereotypes <laughs> here, the people that sing well, I think, are probably percentage wise looking at statistics more likely more li- to be in the penises. <laughs> I think better singing is probably it's a spectrum,
2: dude. To it's penises. a spectrum, man. There's a lot of dudes probably that you wouldn't guess that are a little bit into penises. That's you true. Know what that's true. that's just like it's just like like as we're becoming more conscious, we're just like, ah, oh, that's just kind of a thing that maybe you don't act on, but you're just like, eh. Like I'm not insecure. I mean, I'm not insecure enough to not say when a dude is like very handsome. Right. Like, when I see a dude, I'm like, dude, look at this motherfucker. Right. He looks like a fucking superhero. Like I have no problem saying that, but back in the day I would have never said that because yeah. I would have been afraid of what. I've always time. been fine. Like
0: I, I've been secure enough. I never, and I've said this a lot of times. I've never went through like the I don't like girls stage. You know, as a kid I was like girls are always dope. Um, yeah. But I was never like I was never scared to be called gay if my friends called me gay in school because it happened. You know, as jokes I just would laugh or make like a yep I love sucking dick jokes. You know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just didn't get offended. I was secure I'm gonna enough. Take that
1: with, audio, bro. I'm gonna take that
0: audio. <laughs> Fuck it, dick. That's <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, Your ringtone. And so, like, you know, I just I never cared about that. I was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, I've always been totally fine with uh, gay people. You know, it's never bothered me. Yeah. Um, I do have so many questions though, because I've never, you know, had any friends or whatever and not really questions where i need the answers. You know, it's just more of like, yeah. I wonder what you think about these random things, because where I was at, the one gay kid came out to everyone when he was drunk and then forgot and then pretended till he graduated. He never came out to everybody. That's so, hilarious. You couldn't really ask him like, hey, man, um, what made you think that, you know, so I- you like dicks. Like, I've always defended that, you know, you'll hear a lot of, especially in the rap, in the hip hop community you know they'll be like dwayne wade's son ain't gay he ain't ever tried pussy before you know or whatever you know people say shit like that and i'll be like i never tried a dick and i never needed to to tell me i didn't like him. like i just don't get this
2: shit a hundred percent bro that is an uh, extremely valid point like yeah man yeah man i don't know it's just it's just the way it is bro like you can't understand it unless that's your life but that's the case for a lot of things man like you know what i'm saying like if you're not living that you'll never fully understand but i I do think that sometimes people get sensitive when people have questions out of curiosity and they just want to know. Like, there's no hate behind it, but the ignorance that I guess comes off to them, you know, can be offensive. I don't fucking know. Because, like, in a perfect world, we should be asking questions. Because if you understood gay people better—not you, but the people—you, yeah—if they, yeah, they fucking understood gay people more, they wouldn't vote and do things. But yeah, there's sensitivities that are going away now, dude. It's swinging back. I feel it. I have hope. It's swinging back. Where it was like so polarized, it's coming back to like, wow, we're fucking idiots. See, I have very Look little
0: at- faith. Uh something you mentioned earlier, you know, you're acting like, you know, Texas isn't that liberal. Oklahoma isn't either. We are the only state that every fucking county voted for Donald Trump, every one of them. We're the only <laughs> we're the only state in the whole fucking US. So, shit's pretty fucking <laughs> conservative here
2: too yeah so uh, uh, i get it yeah. i worked at just a place named after native americans with a bunch of native american names and then it's just voting like a fucking original colony
0: yeah dude. Like but it. the fucking native tribes they're just swindling the state out of like they have all the money and the states broke as fuck so like the oh, natives cool. are winning
2: well good well let, they can have it bro let them have it oh that's okay i mean <laughs> a, i would be fine with it
0: if it wasn't <laughs> like when i would go to apply a job it's like by the way we can hire people of our race over all others so, oh really yeah and man. i'm like it's so Dude, fucking like that's kind of sketchy i don't like it that's kind of sketchy off kinda principle sketchy.
2: it should be yeah off a of principle but also man they got fucked but yeah you could always yeah whatever kind of like know. i, I was gonna saw say you could move
0: but that's kind of what happened to right. them so i don't know they're great they're great in the town they do a lot for it if it wasn't for them this town would be a piece of shit so i think they're great but i think that's a okay. weird stance and i kind of like i saw you know on twitter a big problem with twitter is uh it's very tribal you know and someone was talking about that boxing match that was on last night, uh, Wilder and Fury. And I uh-huh. think Fury's a pretty uh, entertaining fellow myself, you know, and I don't think it has I anything know. to do with the skin tone. But people on, you know, we're claiming it's all right. You know, they're only locking in because Wilder's black and black people should stick up together for Wilder. And I'm like, I personally just think the tribalism is bad all around, regardless if it's yeah. an oppressed people or not. Like, I isn't, just. Isn't
2: fu- Tyson
0: Fury like British? Yeah, he's like a he's gypsy British guy.
2: Fuck him and and wilder is american right that's kind of how if we're gonna go let's go nationalist on you know nationalism i'd be like fuck yeah let's go the american but tyson fury is a cool dude like he's he funny a cool dude. he's a funny yeah, fighter he's like cool you have dude. to kind of like conor mcgregor if he fought an wilder's american. got that fucking punch dude he's a monster i didn't i don't even know that happened yesterday but that sounds like a great fight
0: right cool so uh, you know who won? yeah fury won but it, but like pretty easily from i didn't see it just really just saw it i saw people talking about it to where it looked like uh while there's equilibrium might have been off or something he was just falling over without barely getting hit so like ah. he might have been dazed from some earlier on sort of like a lot of people already making excuses so they can get a third fight you know boxing is yeah um, they got yeah. the to give the three fights get that's, that money that's how you get all of the money all right man well we've been talking forever we need to have you on more often um Yeah, I'm glad you came through. I was going to have someone actually call in yesterday and they fell through. That's like the story of my life these days. And then luckily I have your text, like your number to text you, which uh, makes it way easier. You know, I need to get more people's phone numbers, I guess, because I just text you was like, hey, do you want to come on the podcast tomorrow? And then we were a little late, but we eventually figured it out. So,
2: yeah, it's all good. I just want to do it one more time. The EP is called Underemployed, right? Um, It's coming out the 28th of February everywhere on spotify underemployed the name is arrow white e-r-a-w-a-d-i because i think the last time bro i forgot to like hit it again and right. i was like damn well yeah, now we'll have so, uh i'll at least have
0: your name you know topped out in the description of the podcast so people know mm-hmm. that and uh we'll play a song here at the end so people can get a taste of uh, yeah. what you do
2: it's wet brain it's um, it's a uh, I, I don't know. I just like it. It's weird. It's the weird song on right. the EP.
0: I think I like it in the sense I listened to it before you called here. Um, the song we're about to listen to it has, it has that normal bop that like all the beats you choose have. There's like some little rhythm you always go with, um, but <laughs> it does vary to something a lot different than anything you've done. The melody wise, I think the melody yes. does takes a lot of uh, trips, and then there's like a funky bass line that comes in at like one thirty. That's like my favorite part. I sure like that baseline, but I know like normal people
2: don't listen to music that way. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think it's, it's catchy enough. Cause it has like that, like the way it goes into it. I thought it was like, it would get stuck in your head is right. what I was thinking. Right. Right. Yeah, bro. But I heard you guys talking about the the beats that I pick and the, how they have a little bop to them. And I was like, I guess, dude, because all, all I really do is just pick whatever, you know, sounds good to me. So, but I, like you said that and then I thought about it and I was like, they do all kind of have like a similar quality to them. And I was like, that's cool.
0: Right. Well, I'm pretty good at. um, So, you know, Skinny will come over quite a bit. You know, we'll hang out, smoke and all that. And I can imitate you and Brad Sterex and a few a couple <laughs> other guys pretty well to like if I hear a beat and I'll be like, everybody breaking on the flow and i'll do like my little version of you rapping <laughs> or whatever and i always have like that one cadence from one of your earlier songs and then i do a really good bradster x because i just start rapping about fucking stupid shit like killing people but i can do it in like his angry tone and then every time i do it skinny lasts for like an hour so
2: it's gonna be so funny
0: yeah Dude, it's crazy yeah so eventually you'll have to make your way up to oklahoma someday uh yeah, see bro. me and skinny um hell yeah you know we're holding it down up here but all right, we're going to play fucking wet brain. And then uh congrats on your EP here, man. And like I said, just call in uh, any other time you want to.
2: All right, brother. I appreciate you, man. All right. Peace. Later. I think
1: misplaced my mental, my shrink. Explain it simple. I think that for I am I dream to care for the man. I can't find my tip for your hat. Berlin and Kenny's Cadillac With the subwoofer knocking in the brains out the back Next crane for me, Jack I know the grass green And the road sweep But the door's been laid On his back Goddamn Lost oh, my mind on the way To the corner And it way My mind on the way to the corner, ran it over on the way back. My mind, my mind. Ran it over on the way back. My mind, my mind. Ran it over on the way back. My mind, my mind. Ran it over on the way back. My mind, my mind. Ran, ran it over on the way back. Just another speed bump. take another lump. From to low, fuck from the first nipple suck. Play the simple stuff, tricking like November rock. Overcoming normal stuff, Frank's in the front no of Copa. know we shit loud Like we turn the speakers up Louder than the motherfucker. ripples in the universe Dotted by the undercover, praised by the shooter first Do the work, rolling here, the cooler parts universe you still hanging where the fucking Cuban curve Cuba work, boys in the hood making men man of honor, pockets hurt Show me the guts, I've had a nice sipping wine While I'm rolling the wood My hypocrites hopping, shipping, hit and run like a shug I keep it rolling, rolling, rolling. way to the, court, over the way back